Welcome to the Christ Be Glorified Ministries audio podcast. We welcome you to come and join us as we explore the Word of God to open up new levels of glory for every believer to come in closer to the Father. Join Apostle Calvin as he shares the Word of God as the Lord Jesus has revealed it unto him to share with the body of Christ. Calvin Brown of Christ Be Glorified Ministries, and welcome to another broadcast centered around the kingdom of God. Amen. We want to start on that. The Lord told me to preach the kingdom, and he gave me this verse as a foundational verse, Matthew chapter 24, verse 14. Matthew chapter 24. In verse 14, and this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for a witness unto all nations, and then the end shall come. Gospel means good news or glad tidings. So the gospel is a message of glad tidings or good news of the kingdom. Amen. And so the emphasis is that the gospel is a gospel of the kingdom. Amen. Yes. Jesus has given us the great commission, amen, to make disciples of all men, to to preach the gospel. But unless you understand the gospel of the kingdom, amen, you will not understand your place, your time, your purpose. You will not understand your part, amen, because the gospel is a gospel of the kingdom. When a person is born again, it is to a degree they have um, said the scriptures, so to speak, in Romans 10, 9 and 10, that if you believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead and confess with your mouth for Jesus to be Lord, then you shall be saved. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Amen. And yet there is a revelation with that. Like all things in the Lord, there is a beginning point but there is also a continuation of faithfulness, amen. There is a beginning point of revelation and that revelation is true and it continues to be true that Jesus is Lord. You accepted Jesus as your Lord. You need to have a revelation to know what does does that mean for Jesus to be your Lord, amen. And what is the purpose of Jesus being your Lord? And what is the purpose of Jesus getting others to accept him as Lord, amen. That you receive Jesus as Lord and then others accepted Jesus as Lord. What is the end game, amen, of Jesus being Lord, not only in heaven, but also in this this earth realm, amen. I wanna touch on that. The gospel, the gospel of the kingdom, the message of the kingdom, amen. In Numbers chapter 14, Numbers chapter 14, and verse 21, Numbers chapter 14. 
verse 21. This is God speaking. He says, but truly as I live, all the earth shall be filled with the glory of the Lord. Amen. And so the backstory to that, this is uh, when the 12 spies were sent out and that 10 brought back an evil report. And Joshua and Caleb, they brought back the good report. In other words, agreeing with the word of the Lord that this is a good land, a land flowing with milk and honey and that I have given you the land. So go and remove the enemies off of this land with the word that I have given you and the anointing that goes with that word to do. So the word of God is to activate you. Amen. And so God was activating his people to get them to flow in the anointing associated with the word, that anointing which would deliver, that anointing which would save, and that anointing which would give victory. Amen. And so the people rebelled, and they were to pick up stones, and they were going to stone Joshua and Caleb, and they were rebelling against the word of the Lord. And so Moses interceded, amen, for the people, because God says, I'll wipe them all out, and I'll start back over with you, Moses, and we will make a strong nation out of you. And so Moses interceded. He said, no. He said that the enemies, the people round about that heard how you delivered, that they would think that you were not able to fully deliver, to fully save if you wiped out the people that you originally delivered. And so he asked the Lord to forgive the people. In verse 19, it says, pardon the iniquity of this people, I pray, according to the greatness of your mercy, as you have forgiven this people from Egypt even until now. In other words, God, your God of mercy, that you have continually been merciful to these people. Then the Lord said, I have pardoned according to your word, but truly as I live, all the earth shall be filled with the glory of the Lord. So what is God dealing with? He's, he's dealing with a spirit of rebellion, that same spirit of rebellion that came into this earth when Adam and Eve sinned and rebelled against the Lord. They received the words of Satan, amen, that spirit of rebellion, amen. And so God is still dealing with that spirit of rebellion. He gives the word, amen, and people rebel against, against the word, amen. And so Moses interceded. And so God says, okay, okay, I have pardoned them according to your word, but as I live, the whole earth shall be filled with the glory of God, amen. So what is he talking about? He's talking about that original creative state. Before man sinned, the whole earth was filled with the glory of God. And so that's how God created. Amen. When God says it is good, it means he puts his glory, his approval, his seal on that these are my works and that these are good works. And so before Adam and Eve sinned, then the glory was upon the earth, not only Adam and Eve, but upon all of God's creative work, amen, until the spirit of rebellion. You see why it is so important, imperative 
for us as believers to understand what happened when man failed and how does that pertain to us today? Yes, Jesus brought us into salvation. Jesus brought us into peace, but you must understand that he delivered us from the original sin, that spirit of rebellion, operating according to a spirit of rebellion against God and against his word. Spirit of rebellion causes the glory to depart. So God says, as I live, he says, there will be a time when the whole earth is filled with the glory of God. That means submitted to God. Submitted to the original creative state. Cre submitted to the purposes of God. God creates a thing. He gives purpose. And so we, when we operate according to the purpose that God created us and we get success or we get fruit and then we give glory to God, not taking the credit for our sales, amen, then the Lord is glorified. And so the process of glorification continues even though man sinned and there will be a day when the whole earth is filled with the glory of God, that we are dealing with it in a process now by receiving the Lordship of Jesus. But not only that, understanding what the Lordship of Jesus is, he is the head. And so we, as the church, the body, we are yielded to the head, Jesus. We receive our instruction from the Lord, amen, to do the will of God. And we give God all the glory for what is accomplished. We reign and rule with Christ Jesus. We have all authority, which is given unto us by the Lord. And we see the manifestation of that by our yieldedness. Amen. To walk in authority. You show me a man that has great authority. I show you a man who is yielded to the crown of the Lord. Amen. Operating according to his crown, yielded unto the Lord, using his authority that we are positioning ourselves more and more to know the Lord. Why he said that? Amen. How does he do that? Amen. So that we can get the results of the Lord, the works that I do, shall you do also in greater works than these because I go to the Father to send the Holy Spirit. The way to yield to the Lord is to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Now, if you are partly filled, then there's still a part of you that can operate. Amen. But if you are completely filled with the Holy Ghost and yielded to that, the Holy Ghost can move in you and through you doing things that you would not necessarily have done. It comes from knowing the Lord. They that know their Lord shall be strong and do exploits, the works of God against the backdrop of darkness and evil. You are having victory and you are getting results. Amen. Because God always wins. Amen. And God's wisdom is greater than that which is of the devil. Even if the devil thought that he was gaining an advantage, that he would be, he would fall snare to God's wisdom. 
Amen. He, he, you would not even know. He says, aha, amen. I have um, taken out someone. I've come against a, a, a ministry, amen. But the wisdom of God, the Bible says that God destroys the wisdom of the wise. He catches the wise in their own craftiness, amen. The zeal, the desire to be against the Lord, God uses that to work a thing for God. Amen. The more that people want to come against the things of God, Holy Ghost, the, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence, but the violent take it by force. It is those who see and know who can cooperate with God that they would not lose strength. They would not become faint in the day of battle. Amen. You have to be connected to the Lord in the day of battle. Amen that you must be willing, amen, in the day of battle, in the day of his power, amen. God's power is revealed, amen, to those who allow God to work in them and through them. Paul said that he did things beyond strength, amen, beyond measure, holy ghost, beyond the capacity of human limitations. Kobo Shata should have been dead. Holy Ghost. In the sea, Kurubo Shata, many times shipwrecked. Holy Ghost. Stripes on his back. Romo Stoned. How do you survive a stoning? Holy Ghost. They stone you to kill you. <laughs> beyond measure, beyond strength, amen, beyond ability, amen. So God says, as I live, the whole earth shall be filled with the glory of the Lord. So God will always deal with that spirit of rebellion and fill in those spaces with his glory. And Psalms. The book of Psalms. Hallelujah. Psalms chapter 72. Holy Ghost. Psalms chapter 72. Verses 18 and 19. Hallelujah. Psalms 72, 18 and 19. Blessed be the Lord God, the God of Israel, who only does wondrous things. And blessed be his glorious name forever. And let the whole earth be filled with his glory. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. So we in this earth realm have to be in agreement that the whole earth should be filled with the glory of the Lord. That original creative state before the rebellion. <laughs> amen. And so we must understand what happened in the rebellion. Hallelujah. We must understand that spirit of rebellion because now our job is to deal with the spirit of rebellion so that the glory can come. Amen. So our job is to remove spirits of rebellion and allow the glory to come in and to be submitted to that original creative state before man was acquainted with evil. Amen. 
Knowing evil, the tree, the knowledge of good and evil means to be acquainted with evil and to, and to think that you could put reins on it, that you are God, that you could tame Leviathan, Leviathan, you think you could tame Leviathan, you think you could put a leash on him and lead him about. You think, you think that you could tame Leviathan, the king over the children of pride. The king over the children of pride. You think you could do that. You think that you could be God. And so God deals with the thing. He gives understanding. So we don't say, you know, praise the Lord, I'm saved. And don't know what you were saved from. And don't even understand that original sin that is still trying to get into the hearts of men, whether they are saved or unsaved. So the whole earth shall be filled with the glory, saying that God would put down all rebellion and so that the earth would operate like it was in its creative state where everything had the glory, which means it blessed God. Amen. God said, this is my work. And that work responded by blessing God. Amen. Honoring God. Amen. Praising God. Holy Ghost. We understand praise and worship. Amen. Is part of our makeup. Amen. To honor the Lord and to show that we are not of that spirit of rebellion. Amen. Praise be to God. In Genesis, in Genesis chapter 1, Holy Ghost, Genesis chapter 1 and verse 28, amen. So God gave man an assignment, Genesis chapter 1 and verse 28. He had told man to have dominion and authority by using his crown or being submitted to his crown. Verse 28, then God blessed them and God said to them, be fruitful and multiply, replenish the earth and subdue it. That word replenish means to, to fill up the earth and subdue it. Have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, over every living thing that moves upon the earth. So now you're getting more understanding. Adam's job was to keep the earth filled with the glory, replenish the earth. If you see the glory seeping out anywhere, I want you to deal with it. If it is a creature, man, if it is a creeping thing, Holy Ghost, anything which is not submitted unto the authority of the Lord, I want you to deal with it. You have my authority. You have my badge. You have my seal. You're supposed to keep the earth filled with the glory of God. So that was a part of man's original assignment before he sinned. So Adam knew exactly what God wanted him to do. Amen. To deal with the devil or any other thing. In other words, God says that over the course of time, because the earth was only to be there a certain amount of time. That if the devil tried to have insurrection in heaven, that same spirit now is in this earth. 
And so God is teaching men, the Bible says, and angels. God is teaching men and angels, amen, about that original sin. Because if that was an original sin, somebody don't understand everything. There's, there's something that somebody doesn't understand. God says, I got time. Holy Ghost, I got time to teach man what happened. Holy Ghost. And so Adam was supposed to use his authority to rule over the devil and everything, not only that, but to monitor, to guard the garden, keep the garden. Amen. So he had power. Adam was to be busy. Amen. Being fruitful unto God. Amen. Even though sin wasn't there, the potential, God says the potential, because of the devil, the devil is nothing. I want you to understand. Somebody says, why did God leave the devil in the garden? I want you to understand again. The devil is nothing compared to God. Amen. If you have my power, if you have my authority, my grace is sufficient for thee. You can do it, Adam. You can do it, son. You can rule over him. You can have my thoughts. You can have my ways. Amen. You can have my understanding. Praise be to God. So you have to understand the original to understand what your part is today. Amen. So that you can get in the flow of what God wants you to do. In 1 Corinthians chapter 15. 1 Corinthians chapter 15. What am I doing? I'm teaching the kingdom. Amen. I'm teaching Kubo Rebo, what the Lord told me to do. He told me to preach and teach and to demonstrate the kingdom. Chapter 15, verses 24 and 25. Kobo Rebo Siviro Masambro Koma Namro Boshante. Holy Ghost. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 24 and 25. Then comes the end when he delivers the kingdom to God, the Father, and puts an end to all rule and authority and power. For he, Jesus, must reign until he has put all enemies under his feet. So what is happening in this earth realm? That Jesus is reigning until he puts all enemies under his feet, amen. That Jesus is conquering kingdoms, amen, until every kingdom is conquered, amen. So Jesus must reign until he put all enemies under his feet, amen. So Jesus has already spoiled principalities and powers Dominions, hallelujah, he is above every name that is named, amen. He destroyed the devil. He destroyed the demons when God raised him up by the glory of God. So again, the glory, amen. It looked hopeless, amen. It looked dark. Jesus says, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? The devil thought that he is one. He thought that he had put the son of God to death. But because Jesus had no sin, sin, that he was the spotless lamb of God that took all the sins of the world. Amen. And so Jesus was qualified 
to be that sacrificial lamb. And once he had accomplished that, God raised him up by the glory. The glory represents the, the, the power of God, the presence of God, the anointing of God. All of that, amen, is represented in the glory of God. So God is bringing everything right. God is making everything right, amen, when he raised Jesus from the dead. So Jesus' victory he gave to us if we understand what he went through. The Bible says that Jesus learned obedience by the things that he suffered, amen. And so there's a willingness. There must be a willingness to do whatever it takes to bring the glory. Now, there has to be suffering and there has to be persecution to bring the glory. Now, many Christians, they don't want to be associated with that. Why? Because the devil is in the world. And so that is called the spirit of the world. Amen. And so we have to remove the spirit of the world by the spirit of God to bring the glory of God. Amen. And so Jesus was raised by the glory of the father. Now he must reign until his enemies be made his footstool. That means that the church upon this rock, I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. The church has a part to play that show, to show that Jesus is Lord, to show that Jesus is the rightful heir to this earth realm. Amen. In Hebrews chapter 10, Hebrews, Hebrews chapter 10, verses 12 and 13. But this man, after he had offered one sacrifice for sins forever, sat down at the right hand of God, from that time waiting till his enemies be made his footstool. Waiting, it denotes time. Amen. So there is time in this earth. All the time in this earth, the church is supposed to be awakened and to make the devil Jesus' footstool. The Bible says that heaven is God's throne. The earth is his footstool. That means to serve the Lord in his rest. The Lord is reclining on his throne. He is at rest. And we're supposed to enter into that rest by believing God, using our faith to believe God, amen, to produce righteousness in this earth realm, amen, so that people may be saved, healed, delivered. It is producing righteousness in this earth realm. And at that time, the enemy, the devil is made the footstool, is made the footstool of the Lord. Amen. And then in Isaiah chapter 11, Isaiah chapter 11, verses 1 through 9. Isaiah chapter 11, verses 1 through 9. There shall come forth a rod from the stem of Jesse, and a branch shall grow out of his roots. And the spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord. And his delight is in the fear of the Lord. And he shall not judge by the sight of eyes, nor decide by the hearing of ears. The just shall live by faith, not by sight. So this is speaking of Jesus 
how that he is triumphant because he does not operate according to the natural. He does not operate and the spirit of the Lord rests upon him, which is the spirit of, of wisdom. And the seven eyes of the spirit of wisdom is what it, it is saying. Amen. But with righteousness, verse four, he shall judge the poor and decide with equity the meek of the earth. He shall strike the earth with the rod of his mouth and with the breath of his lips, he shall slay the wicked. So the Bible says that with the breath of Jesus's lips, he will destroy the Antichrist. Amen. And so it's talking about the spirit of God being in this earth realm, that which is true will be ultimately true. Amen. Will be seen to be ultimately true. Amen. For instance, the Bible says that there will be an antichrist, but already there are antichrist spirits. And so what the, 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 the motive of the antichrist and what he's trying to do, you will see in society today. You will see the spirit of the antichrist trying to um, change times and seasons and change history, change laws, and, and to rule over people and not to allow people to buy or sell or to do commerce unless they take a mark, a number. Hear and understand that the number 666, which is the number of man, voice two or three witnesses, a thing is established. So the ultimate, the, 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 the age of man would be 666, amen. And it would to try to tie man unto this earth. And yet we are called to heaven, amen. Heaven is our home. We are free, amen. The, 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 one, the definition, one of the definitions of freedom is to be unfettered, amen, to be uninhibited from doing good. Somebody says, do good, you say, I can't do it. Why? There's certain things keeping me from doing good. The, the definition of freedom is to be unfettered, <laughs> man. No chains on you from doing good, from being good, <laughs> man. In the Lord, the fruit of the Spirit and the operation of the Holy Spirit in your life will produce fruits of righteousness. Amen. That which is good, the good works, the good works of God. Amen. Verse five, righteousness shall be the belt of his loins and faithfulness the belt of his waist. Now check this out. Verse six, verses six through nine. The wolf shall dwell with the lamb. The leopard shall lie down with the young goat. The calf and the young lion and the fatling together. The little child shall lead them. The cow and the bear shall graze. Their young ones shall lie down together. The lion shall eat straw like the ox. The nursing child shall play in the cobra's hole. And the weaned child shall put his hand in the viper's den. Then shall not hurt nor destroy. They shall not hurt nor destroy in all my holy mountain. So this is the ultimate. We just talked about in 1 Corinthians chapter 15 that Jesus is putting an end to all rule, to all kingdoms. He is conquering every kingdom that is arrayed against the kingdom of God. And we do this now by process, by faith. 
as we believe God that there are pockets of glory and that glory increases and there are clouds of glory and there shall be communities filled with the glory of God. There shall be churches filled ay, 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 with the glory of God. There shall be the smoke of God in the cloud of God, upon his works and we shall be his works and we shall have knowledge to deny ourselves. Holy Ghost, and to deny this world, to have any hold or right to us, to allow the glory of God to come in. Amen. And we shall not strive with one another. Amen. And the glory of God shall fill this earth, beginning to fill this earth until we get to the millennial reign. This is talking about the millennial reign where Jesus put down all rule. He put down Everything that is against the Lord, he rules with a rod of iron. He makes peace completely. The whole earth will be filled with the peace of God. Amen. By the rule of Jesus. Amen. Holy Ghost. That's what we're doing now. We're just allowing Jesus to rule. We, we are pushing back from our sales and selfishness. And we are allowing Jesus to rule, to bring back the glory. We, we have an understanding that the preciousness of everything was in accordance to the glory of God. The treasure of everything was according to the glory of God. Amen. And so we have understanding and we are joined with the Lord. We are one with his heart. We are a man. We are a woman. We are a child after his own heart. Amen. We're not play acting. Amen. The Lord has apprehended us. The Lord has gotten a hold of us. Hallelujah. And now, now our life, the Bible says the bundle of life is, is in us connected to the Lord. Now our very life is connected to the Lord and we would have it. We would have it so because we know that the Lord loves us, but we were made according to purpose. Amen. And that's when the glory comes back, when we are yielded to the purposes of God. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and everything else will be added unto you. So what is happening now over time eventually will culminate into the ultimate reality of truth according to the original creative state. And so that there was no violence in the animals in the original creative state. Amen. That the, the, the thirst for blood was not there. Amen. The thirst for violence was not there. Cool. That seduction, seduction, seduction was not there. Manipulation and witchcraft was not there. Cobra Bosta. And so that's the original state. And that's what the Bible is talking about, that heaven must retain Jesus until the restoration of all things. It is the revelation of, of these things for men to give themselves to and to purpose to overcome until the return of Jesus. And it will ultimately bring the original creative state back to this earth realm. And so we have an obligation. Our lives have purpose. We, we must pray. We, we, we must seek after God. We must praise him because that is part of the truth to praise God in the beauty 
of holiness is a part of that original truth. Amen. We have a revelation. We must, we must, we must. Hallelujah. It is our desire. Amen. It is our real desire. It is our ultimate desire to love the Lord our God with all our heart, with all our soul, with all our mind, with all our strength. We want to know that if that is not true, if I'm saying it, Lord, if I'm saying it, I want to love you with all my heart, with all my soul, with all my mind, and with all my strength. If it's not true, Lord, make it so. Make it so. Make it so. Unless you understand these things, you will not understand your purpose, putting down the spirit of rebellion and allowing Jesus to reign. What's your purpose? Putting down the spirit of rebellion, the original sin, and allowing Jesus to reign. Amen. Remove everything that keeps Jesus from reigning. Amen. Psalms 150. Holy Ghost. <laughs> Verse 16, hallelujah, hallelujah. The devil hates this. The devil hates this. The devil hates this, brother. to the children of men. Amen. So you understand what happened. Amen. He gave the earth to man, but it was supposed to be under his rule, which means putting down the spirit of rebellion and allowing Jesus to reign. Amen. So he gave the earth to man, even though it is his earth. Amen. We reign by ruling under the crown of Jesus so that it will always be seen as his crown. That's the lordship of Jesus in this earth realm. Amen. There are two responses to Jesus reigning and bringing back the glory. There's, there's two responses that, that man responds to Jesus reigning. And what is Jesus reigning doing? It is bringing back the glory. He is the king of glory. Let the king of glory come in. So he's bringing back the glory to this earth. And he's putting the glory on those things which are submitted unto him in true and true righteousness. Amen. One of the responses is that if you fall upon the stone, you will be broken. Amen. So that is allowing Jesus to reign. You have to fall upon the stone. Amen. What is the other response or the opposite response? It is those who say, I will not have this man to reign over me. That's the spirit of rebellion. And I will not give him any of his fruit, denying that the earth is the Lord's. You say everything is yours. You, you deny that the earth belongs to the Lord and that you are simply a steward over the earth. 
that he has leased it out unto you. Amen. And so you have to allow the Lord to reign. We see this in Luke chapter 19. Luke. Holy Ghost. Luke. My robo. Luke chapter 19. Verse 14. It says, but the citizens of that kingdom hated him and sent a delegation after him saying, we will not have this man to rule over us. Amen. So that's the first thing that those who refuse to fall upon the stone, it is necessary. There's no other route. There's no other way than for God's people to fall upon the stone and to be broken. Otherwise, they will say that we will not have this man rule over us. Amen. And so claiming that the earth is your own without giving glory to God is what they are doing. That is why we give even of ourselves. We give ourselves first even before we give. And when we give, we show that the earth belongs to the Lord. In other words, you, you give out of your substance to show that you're not your own, that you're bought with a price. And so giving honors the Lord. Render unto Caesar the things that are Caesar's and unto God the things that are God's. Amen. And so when you honor the Lord with your substance, the first fruit of your increase, amen, you are showing that it belongs to God. You, you see how simple that is. You, you are showing that it belongs to God. Your substance is not just money. It's increase, anything you're showing that the earth belongs to the Lord and you are allowing the Lordship, the Lordship of Jesus. Amen. You are allowing that and you are showing that. Quite frankly, there is a deal called the witness or the record between heaven and earth. Many things are a record between heaven and earth. God says, I call heaven and earth to record or to witness this. Amen. That I have given you that you are to decide between good and evil, blessing and cursing, amen. You are supposed to um, choose. And he says, I call heaven and earth to be a witness of what you have chosen, amen. Your words, amen, is between heaven and earth. Your giving is between heaven and earth. Your love walk is between heaven and earth. What you say, the Bible says that God takes notes, that God records those who speak good things about him and about his kingdom, just like God records those who murmur and complain against him. There's a record. There's a witness that God can check the record. Amen. And so that's why prayer is so important to get you in your right mind before you do something that causes you to be on the wrong side of the Lord. We cover people. Amen. We help folk. Amen. To get them to that point. In Luke chapter 12, the book of Luke chapter 12, 
verses 9 through 18. Amen. Jesus explains this. He says, but he who denies me before men, but he who denies me before men will be denied before the angels of God. And he who speaks a word against the son of man, it will be forgiven him. That's verse 10. But to him who blasphemes against the Holy Spirit, it will not, it will not be forgiven. Amen. And so he is saying is that you in this earth realm, you have to confess the Lord. You have to take the hit of persecution to confess, to confess the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In Luke chapter 2. Verse 49. And he, Jesus, said to them, Why did you seek me? Did you not know that I must be about my father's business? So Jesus knew. And while we are in this earth, you're in this earth, that you must um, give an account of the deeds. You must receive of the deeds done in the body. The difference between heaven and earth is that the people in this earth have a, an earth body. And so you have to put it down. You have to buffet it to do the will of God. You show that you're sanctified by what you do in your in your body. Amen. And so in this earth realm, we have to be about our father's business. Amen. We have to be about our father's business while we are in this earth realm. What is the father's business? Saving souls, healing people, bringing forth justice, righteousness, rightness, bringing it forth in this earth realm. Amen. And then Luke, I believe, chapter 20. Hallelujah. Luke, chapter 20, verses 9 through 18. Then he, Jesus, began to tell the people this parable. A certain man planted a vineyard and leased it out to vine dressers. That's the earth. And he leased it out. Amen. And, and because he called it the, the, a vineyard, it means that Isaiah chapter 5, God planted a vineyard on a very fruitful hill. That God always intended righteousness to be in this earth. Not sin and not violence. So God is a God of faith. His expectation is for his righteousness to come up to spring forth to produce in this earth realm as man's heart is yielded unto him. He leased it to vine dressers and went to a far country that is heaven for a long time. Now at the vintage time, he sent a servant to the vine dressers that they may give him some of the fruit of the, the vineyard. Amen. God's servants are his ministers. Amen. And so that's what ministers do. Ministers' job is for fruit to be produced in the believers. Amen which it comes forth as a blessing unto God. It is an increase in your life. 
when you are yielded unto God to give him the fruits of righteousness, that you are a faithful steward yourself, that you are a mature believer. Amen. It blesses, it blesses the Lord. So he sent a servant. Amen. He went to heaven. He sent his servants to preach and teach and to prophesy and to give the law while he was away. Amen. He sent a servant to the vine dressers that they may give him some of the fruit of the vineyard. But the vine dressers beat him and sent him away empty handed. And he sent another servant and they beat him also and treated him shamefully. So that's how the people that hold on to this earth treat God's ministers and God's servants. That's how they treat them. They shamefully treat them. Why? Because they love the earth more than heaven. They love the treasure of earth more than Jesus, the treasure of heaven. Amen. Verse 12. And again, he sent a third and they wounded him and cast him out. Then the owner of the vineyard said, what shall I do? I will send my beloved son. Probably they will respect him when they see him. But when the vine dressers saw him, they reasoned among themselves. This is the heir. So they are admitting that Jesus is the righteous heir of the earth because he had no sin. Where Adam sinned, Jesus did not sin. Second, Adam actually owns the earth, but it's leased out. Amen. He's given it unto man. Amen. So you see the, 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 the situation that God has to deal with. Let us kill him that the inheritance may be ours. That's the Antichrist spirit. And so they cast him out of the vineyard and killed him. So they killed Jesus. They crucified him. Therefore, what will the owner of the vineyard do to them? He will come and destroy those vine dressers and give the vineyard to others. And when they heard it, they said, certainly not. And he looked at them and said, what then is this that is written? The stone which the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone. And so people build with a cornerstone. Jesus is the chief cornerstone. You're not supposed to be building without Jesus unless the Lord builds the house. Their labor is in vain or vanity or emptiness or folliness or foolishness. You don't know as you ought to know. You're trying to build a life, a job, family. You're trying to do things without the Lord. Jesus is supposed to be the chief, the chief cornerstone that all that the builders, that these builders that they rejected then verse 18, whoever falls on that stone will be broken, but on whomever it falls, it will grind him into power. So it's a difference of the, 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 the two analogies that broken is brokenness of heart, a broken heart and a contrite spirit the Lord will receive. Amen. And so the first brokenness is a broken heart for the original sin a broken heart for eating from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, a broken heart for the spirit of rebellion. Now, I've spoken a lot and taught a lot about conversion, to be converted. If you are actually sorry, if your heart is actually broken for the spirit of rebellion, then you would replace that spirit with the spirit of God to be filled with the Spirit of God. 
So if you fall upon the stone, you'll be broken. But if the stone falls upon you, you'll be ground into powder. That is the verbiage of what you're supposed to do with an idol. You're supposed to pulverize that idol. You're supposed to destroy it completely, grind it into powder. Amen. They even that golden calf that the children of Israel sinned by worshiping the golden calf and saying, these be the gods that brought us out of the land of Egypt. When Moses had it ground up, commanded it to be ground up, he made them and poured it in the brook and he made them drink it. Amen. That it would be seen as dung, that it must pass through you. Amen. It's out of you. you you're finished with it. You're finished with that. So to be converted, you know, we, we, we use these terms and say, morning, are you converted? That are you loyal to the kingdom of God by loving Jesus, amen, and rejecting all others that is trying to get your heart, amen. And so that whoever falls upon the stone will be broken, but if the stone falls upon them, that it will be ground into powder. So we're in this earth realm. So I did not get to the crux of my message, but while we are in this earth realm, God says, I look for a man standing in the gap to make up a hedge that, that there would, I would not have to destroy. I look for a man to stand in the hedge to make up the gap. So people are headed to hell in this earth realm. God is in heaven, but he needs those that have his heart. And so we have to do the will of God on this earth. The will of God is um, consummated in prayer. Amen. Consummated. I'm talking about true prayer. And you can be taught how to pray. Amen. That And also, and, I, and I'll do this one in Isaiah. Isaiah chapter 61. Amen. Isaiah chapter 61. Amen. We have a responsibility while in this earth realm. Hallelujah, to bring fruit unto God, to show that we are not of that rebellious spirit. You, you have to preach the gospel. You have to. You have to sow in. You have to. You show that you're not. Not of that rebellious spirit by, by honoring the Lord with that fruit. The spirit of the Lord is upon me. Isaiah chapter 61. The spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to preach good tidings to the poor. He sent me to heal the brokenhearted to proclaim liberty to the captives, the opening of the prison to those who are bound, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn, to console those who mourn in Zion, to give them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they may be called the trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he may be glorified. Get that, that he may be glorified. And they shall rebuild the old ruins, and they shall raise up the former desolations, and they shall repair the ruined cities, the desolations of many generations. Amen. And so that our job while we are in this earth realm is to be connected to God, which connects us to heaven, which connects us to the plan of God. So know you not that I must be about my father's business. God has a plan from heaven that he's working in this earth realm, but you must be 
awakened unto it. You must be converted. Amen. That the gospel, number one is, is the gospel produces results. Amen. It gets people saved, healed, and delivered. Captives are set free. Amen. Blind eyes are open. Amen. So the gospel, number one. Number two is sincere prayer. Amen. We don't know how to praise we all. But the Holy Spirit helps us in this weakness with groanings which cannot be uttered. Inarticulate speech. Amen. What is the purpose of all of that? The purpose of all of that is to bring the will of God in this earth realm to give him fruit, even that which is of the vine, the vintage fruit, that you can get to the point that you not only bless the Lord and not only that you please the Lord, but you cause the Lord to laugh also. Thank you, Father, for that word. Thank you, Lord God, for teaching us your ways. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Thank you for listening to the Christ Be Glorified Ministries audio podcast. For more information, visit ChristBeGlorifiedMinistries.com and you can also follow us on Facebook under Christ Be Glorified Ministries. Thank you so much and God bless you.